Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. Welcome to today's show, Strategic Insights Radio. Strategic Insights Radio is brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. is a full-service business consulting firm that provides business plan creation and review, marketing plans, marketing implementation, process automation, accounting services, and now business technology strategy consulting and implementation services. Whew, I think I made it through that. I am honored today to introduce the newest member of Sterling Rose Consulting Corp, the team, and the co-host, new co-host of Strategic Insights Radio, Mr. David Wilkins. Good morning, David. Good morning, Mike, and how are you doing today? I'm doing great. great. David, you come to Sterling Rose Consulting Corp from a long and distinguished business and entrepreneurial career, working with companies such as IBM, E&Y, PricewaterhouseCoopers, among others. Today's Strategic Insights Radio will discuss what business technology is and why it's important for all size businesses to have a well-defined business technology process. Well, thanks, Mike. It's great to get be here. So I'd like to just get op- start, uh, start the session off with, uh, with Strategic Insights Radio by introducing myself. As you said, I'm, my name's Dave Wilkins. I have over 30 years of business and technology management and consulting experience. I've led teams and and consulting practice units as, as you mentioned, companies like uh, E&Y, but also USAA, uh, Dun & Bradstreet, uh, to name just some other ones in addition. Um, I've joined Sterling Rose as a senior vice president and business unit manager for their business consulting technology division. And... Uh, I'm originally from Michigan and got my BBA and MBA from the University of Michigan. So I, I know how, how Sorry one, about of your that. Fa- one of your favorite teams there, Mike. Yeah, um, of course. Only today, though. Only today. After well, the show? No. That's okay. Okay. All righty. Um, and uh, my family and I, we've lived in uh, in Gwinnett County for over 20 years now. So it's- uh, You're, you're a Gwinnettian. Yeah, you know, that, that's right. This is about the longest we've lived. Well, this is the longest we've lived in any one place in the, uh, in the country. Um, and, uh, you know, in the, over the 30 years of experience uh, in the, both on the business and the technology side, you know, really business being the accounting side, I have a CPA as well as the technology side. So I know the debits and credits as well as the bits and bytes. You know, I've had the opportunity to work in with businesses in a whole host of different industries, you know, including manufacturing, energy, healthcare, finance, and government, just to name a, a few. Pretty impressive, Dave. Pretty impressive resume there. Well, that's it's kept me busy over the years, that's for sure. So, a couple of examples of some of the projects that I've worked on, I think, just to help help set the mindset and also where some of the concepts that I've really developed for business technology really came from, uh, which is all really based upon the experience with working with a lot of different companies over the years. 
Um, two particular ones I want to emphasize today. Uh, the first one, really challenging and a really interesting one, and one that most people probably never would think of is from, a, from a how to use technology, and that is coal mining. And this was uh, envision yourself being a foreman in an underground coal mine. And you get to start out your shift by spending an hour reading over cryptic notes written by the foreman from the previous shift, explaining what they did, where they are, and, you know, 1,500 feet underground and three miles from the mine shaft as to where, what progress they've been making. Then go down, go underground for eight hours with your mining team, capturing all the information on notes as to where, what's been done, what's the problems, how much progress they've made, and then coming back up and spending an hour filling out more forms, explaining what you did, and filling out all the forms for the for the government for OSHA and all the uh, federal mining and so forth that had had to be done. When do you actually have time to mine? Well, that's that was the thing, you know. And it made for very long days, and you never had any day who who was actually going to show up. How many miners were going to show up and go down in that uh, in the cage with you down get, when you get just literally dropped down fifteen hundred feet? So the coal company really realized they need to do something different in order to really. Uh, progress and and really move into the really for all intents and purposes into the 20th century and be more productive and be more productive and exactly and so so they engaged us and uh, i was leading a project team that what we went we actually went underground and which is a fascinating experience in and of itself uh better than any amusement park that's for sure um that was even after the helicopter ride out to the coal mine but uh, when we went down underground, you really get to see exactly what's going on and understand what they have to face and how, they, how to deal with it. But what we realized is that there is a process there. And that process is one that could be easily repeatable and automated by capturing the right information and using uh, more like a construction project management approach to it. And so what we ended up doing is we figured out a way to capture the information using handheld data collection devices so that when, and and define what are the key parameters, the key information that need to be collected and and recorded on a day-to-day basis or shift-to-shift basis so that they could uh, improve their productivity and reduce the number of hours spent producing paper reports that were not necessarily that terribly accurate and have a better understanding of how, how much it's really costing to operate the mine and drive the efficiencies. And so, you know, that was one that was really, you know, again, taking it from paper to a, to a truly automated process that saved a lot of time and a lot of money and uh, helped help make the mine a lot more profitable. Um, the other example, which is really another one that was really kind of, even on the, on the opposite side is uh, envision, if you will, a mass of 50,000 people marching in protest and that's essentially what i was facing because i got called one night literally in the middle of the night to say that the state of indiana's new payroll system that had been implemented a few weeks well a few months earlier uh had totally broken down all fifty thousand employees were getting paid wrong uh you know all over the news and basically they, they called and said we'd like you to go down and fix it. 
Nice. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to f- oh, can't fix yeah. this one. Exactly. You don't you don't mess with people's money. Don't mess. Oh, yeah, exactly. Payroll is the single single most important system in any business because that's the primary means of communication between the employer and the employee. You know, most people don't realize it, but it really is. But it, it was real interesting because next thing I knew, I'm on an airplane to Indianapolis, get escorted into the Capitol building sit down in the office of one of the uh, top elected officials. And it's just like you see on TV with all the, the official with their staff and, you know, how to spin the, exa- uh, the, 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 you know, the problem and then go find out, go meet the payroll uh, department manager and ask to see the error reports. And they show me this closet, just literally f- floor to ceiling with all these error reports that nobody had ever looked at. To make a long story short, basically had to figure out what went wrong, how to fix it, and you know, basically recreate all the payrolls after it's been fixed to get everybody's pay, and, you know, correct their pays and to to get them accurate. So going forward, they're 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 accurate. So, you know, this was an example of of a, of having no process and no uh, training for the for the, uh, the payroll team to actually be able to manage using the system and do it effectively. So it's, you know, those types of types of scenarios, you know, how to use technology where it's never been used before and how to help a business and how to avoid problems. Cause there are a lot of problems when it comes to implementing systems. And that's, that's where, uh, um, where a lot of the, the real basics and the important important factors that I've developed for business technology have really uh, come from. So you had some problems and some pain and you went in there and you fixed the problem or, or helped heal the pain. And uh, those are two very different examples and very impressive. So you've got this long resume of all these great things you've done. And now you're adding co-host of the, the Sterling Rose show, uh, Strategic Insights Radio to the resume. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, I have the honor now. Of, uh, I've been a guest on the on the show, as you know, a number of times. Which has been it's always been a lot of fun, and I've enjoyed it. So this is actually yeah, it is the first time of co-hosting, and moving forward, I'll be co-hosting Strategic Insight uh, Radio with uh, with Vlad Roos, who's the CEO of Sterling Rose Consulting. So right now. Uh, We'll be taking a short commercial break, and when we return to Strategic Insight Radio, we'll discuss what business technology is and the importance of business technology to all size companies. Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp at 470 470- for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. Okay, well, welcome back to Strategic Insight Radio and our discussion of business technology. So let's get started a little bit by talking about what business technology is. And as everyone knows, technology is a huge part of what we do in business today. And in fact, technology is, a, is you know, pretty much embedded in all parts of our lives, uh, whether we like it or not. And um, when you stop and think about information systems and technology, uh, in, particularly from a business perspective, it's, it's certainly come a long way from those early business applications, starting with just basic accounting. It's now evolved into big data, 
um, email, which for all intents and purposes isn't that old now, but you know, it's, it is ex- expanded so much now into the social media area. Um, and the biggest one probably is the old punch cards to the cloud. Huge transformation there. I remember working in, I'm thinking department stores when I was in high school and so forth. And you actually had the card and you would stick it into the little clock and it would punch the, the, the folks around us that are doing the producing and the social media have no idea what we're talking about probably. Yeah. But that's how they kept track of our time. Well, that's exactly. And, and you, you see it in the old, in the old movies. Yes. A lot of times the, the, the people are going into work and they, they punch in and, and that then was, they, they go to lunch and they punch out and they punch back in after lunch. Exactly. And that's only just a small part of it. What most people don't really realize how computing really got started was all punch cards. Um, you know, for those who don't know what we're talking about, you know, you think about accounting, you know, accounting started out with pure paper and that was it. You know, these, these huge, thick ledger books, uh, which you probably still see in some of the old, uh, Movies, uh, particularly when they had the, the gangster movies and all that, when, you know, keeping the keeping those books on the side. But uh, uh, now it's evolved into QuickBooks, uh, you know, Peachtree, NetSuites, uh, PeopleSoft, Oracle, you know, you name it, SAP, you know, the, the huge complex systems that can just do just about keep track of just about every activity in the business um, and now be connect access from literally any place. That's that's the beauty of uh, of, of technology and the cloud, um, but you know the punch card that was that was such a a phenomenal advance just in of it, in and of itself, and, and all it was was just literally encoding eighty characters on a on a single card, and that those characters comp- either consisted of code uh, or or uh, data that was the code making up the program. And the or the data that was going to be uh, actually used in the calculations, and so basically what you did is you just stuck punched all these these uh, cards using a a a key punch, which is basically just a desk size keyboard, as it were, and you know just literally punched them out. And anytime there was ever a mistake, um, you literally had to go back and re key those repunch those cards and so it was it was very time consuming and finding finding problems or just typos was very very time consuming because you always had uh you you had the people writing writing out the details you know writing out the program specs you have to make sure you're distinguishing between you know zeros and o's and ones and l's and eights and b's and you know it was just it was just a real mess and um and literally how you reprogrammed could be times as simple as just sorting the deck differently. It all worked great until that time you dropped the deck and the cards were all over the floor. <laughs> and believe me, that had, that happened many, many times. It seems like it was the, the, the caveman age, but it really wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't that long ago. Not No, exactly. It's amazing to think how far we've come in a short amount of time and you know, in 20 years looking ahead, what things are going to look like. Yeah. Just hearing about the other day, the embedding of chips in, uh, you know, that's not just becoming in, uh, a bigger thing in, in, in Europe. Now you just embed a little chip in your the palm of your hand or something like that. And you swipe it and that's your credit card. Well, they do that these days, you know, to find your pet, they, they put the little microchip in your pet so they can find your pet, identify your pet. 
just a matter of time before they start doing with that with people. Yes. So, yep. So, you know, the thing about, but what, what, where does the business technology at come into play? Because again, obviously there's a lot on the, the real pure technology side. And, and as we've talked about the, uh, the amazing advances that have taken place. But when it comes to the, the real, the business side, which is really why a lot of this technology actually exists is to help the business do better. Uh, as we were talking about earlier, improve productivity, drive costs and so forth. Um, the many of the aspects of running successful businesses have remained fairly constant over these years. You know, one of the core business activities that has not changed is preparing business strategies and plans to establish the goals and objectives of, an, of, the, uh, of the organization or enterprise. Um, what's interesting, however, is that while these enterprises have spent a lot of time in, in the preparation of their business strategies and plans, the reality is very few actually develop technology strategies and plans that align how their technology is going to be used with those business strategies and plans. So, you know, you end up with, uh, with a lot of organizations, there's a major disconnect between the business and the technology that they are trying to impl implement and use to, uh, to effectively run their business. Um, you know, just to give you a sense of how technology can prove to be an effective differentiator, um, I'd like to share some analysis for the, from the SMB group. And the SMB group is a, is a technology industry research anal analysis group uh, business that was formed to help, uh, help technology adoption and trends by small and, uh, and uh, medium businesses. That's where the SMB comes from. So according to the SMB group, uh, they did a study back in 2015. They call it the Routes to Market uh, Study. 29% of SMBs view technology as helping them significantly improve their business outcomes, which is a you know, pretty significant number. Uh, we call these the progressive SMBs, and there's, they're about 18% more likely to forecast revenue, revenue increases than, than their, their peers are. Uh, these, these SMBs also spend 29% more on technology, and 55% are more likely to have fully integrated core business applications. Well, what does that mean? That means like all of their, their financial systems, their CRM, their HR and payroll systems, and, and their sales systems and all that, they're all work together. And so they, they really provides for a much more efficient way of, of running the business uh, than a lot of their, their counterparts who in many cases struggle with this or have one system and then take that information and literally copy it down and key it into another system and so forth. So it becomes very inefficient. Um, and, and, and the whole concept here and the important, important point is that these, these are the companies that use technology to stream their, streamline their workflows, you know, slash the time spent on uh, repetitive data entry and inefficient processes, gain better insights into, the, to, into their opportunities and the threats to their, to their businesses, creating new business models, and really position themselves well to tap into new uh, new customer requirements and improve customer in experiences. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, everybody wants to have happy customers, and and if you can use technology to help make that happen, you know that's great. Why wouldn't you? Well, exactly. <laughs> but it's doing it right because there's a lot of people who can get very frustrated very easily uh, about technology. I mean, sure, even I'm 
while the you know the chips and the credit cards, for example, you know are are a great security feature. You know, it's it has definitely slowed down the the uh, the checkout process, waiting for the chip to get registered and read and and go through. You know, it's you know I I found it to be very frustrating. Now I know there's a lot of work being done to improve that, but again, it's right. how does that improve the customer experience? Right. But in reality, you know, putting all this into place, all this technology in in place in a way that helps the business really grow really isn't all that easy. And in fact, it can be downright difficult. And that's, that's where the problems have come. And that's why business, business technology consulting is, is really important to help address the, the challenges of it. Um, because as we've talked about, you know, the reality is technology has become very, very complex, very sophisticated, um, and is not going to slow down. That's going to continue. Um, and, and you stop and think about it. You get the technology groups. They've developed their own languages and their own culture. Uh, you know, you talk Silicon Valley is a good example. Of, you know, the culture is there all in and of itself. Um, in many cases, in, uh, you know, experience, the there's a huge communication gap between the technology side of the business and the operations and the finance and and all the rest of the business, because they really just don't necessarily understand what the other one's talking about. You know, many businesses have a hard time managing their technology units because they really don't understand how to measure the technology's impact on the enterprise. And as the old saying goes, if you, if you can't manage what you can't measure, that's really where, where a lot of businesses struggle right now is just how do I effectively manage the IT our, our systems, our operations, and make sure that they get, you know, deliver what we need. On the technology side, you know, you've got the, the folks that have born and raised and live and breathe technology, and they know- That's the, all they know. That's all they know. And they really don't understand the business. Um, you know, they struggle with understanding some of the core business functions. And so it's, I remember having discussions with programmers, understanding just why is a debit a positive and a credit, a negative, or or vice versa, depending upon what it's supposed to be, you know, and and, and where where it falls, you know, how the what the transaction is in the in the general ledger, you know. So trying to understand, you know, they goes have back to, to the language again. Exactly, exactly. So it's yeah, it, it becomes it, it's you've got people talking two entirely different languages, which slows things down. Which, which again is time, money, productivity. Exactly. Exactly. And you lose the, uh, the uh, you know, you run the risks of major system failures because of just lack, miscommunication, misunderstandings. So, you know, the reality is business spend a lot of money on technology. And the question is, what kind of return on investment are they actually getting? And can they actually, and how can they improve that? And that's, that's really what business, the business side is looking for. So business technology is all about helping the enterprises from small to large realize measurable business returns from their technology investments. After all, information technology is not about technology. It's really about the business. End of the day, you still have to make money to keep the business afloat. Exactly. Even so, technology companies. So the, the, the investment that that a company may make in, in business consulting pays itself off probably tenfold because of, again, saving time, saving product, you know, 
increasing productivity, helping the two sides, the, the, the business folks and the technological folks be able to communicate better. Exactly. Exactly. So that's where you come in. And that's where we come that's in. That's where you come in. Well, thank you, David. Uh, welcome to the Sterling Rose program, uh, Strategic Insights Radio. And, uh, you know, I know they're excited to have you on board and uh, what you bring to the table for Sterling Rose. So, and we're excited to have you here as part of the, the radio show as well. So thank you for coming in and, and giving us this review. No, but, but thank you. It's been a, my pleasure. I've enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to uh, for co-hosting these programs going forward. All right. Thank you to David Wilkins once again. This was Strategic Insights Radio discussing the growth of technology and why it's important to have a proper te uh, technology process in place. For more information about David Wilkins, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp., or the subject of technology and technology process, contact Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. at 470, that's 470-238-9097, or visit sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. We'll see you next time right here on Strategic Insights Radio. about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. 470-238-9097.